if everybody is doing nicely and things are well, um, we're going to try to do our best to, uh, we'll go for a better, again, recently we've been starting on time, but for years we would start whenever it ended and there was cholent, whatever it was. We usually go for the same, more or less same amount of time. I'll try to do that tonight also. Uh, we're speaking tonight about a topic which is much more focused on Mesechas Chala. We're speaking about the, uh, the kind of dough or the kinds of the Chameshes Haminim that are obligated in Chala. What kinds of items are obligated in Chala? So in general, when it comes to the, throughout the world of Seder Zrayim, so whenever you have a Chiyav, be it the Chiyav of Truma, of Meiser, of Chala, of Bikurim, so not all of them have the same archive in all the same situations. Let's say as an example, Bikurim, which is to bring the first fruits to Yishalayim, that's only really Chayev for the Shivas Haminim, the seven fruits associated with Eretz Yisrael, so that you have to bring Bikurim for. Trumos and Maisros, potentially, a bit of Machot Shonim, but it may be a much wider spectrum of produce that may be, or, or different spectrum of produce, which are Chayev in, in Trumos and Maisros. Everything requires its own standards. So what are the standards to be Chayev in Chala? We're concentrating a little bit this year on Chala. So what are the standards for Chala? So the Mishnah tells us in Perak, in, in Perak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph of Mesechah's Chala, that Chamesh's Dvarim Chayavim Bechala, that there are five minim, five kinds of, uh, of foods that are Chayavim in Chala, which are often referred to as the Chamesh's Mine Dagan. Those five are Chitam, Chitim, Seorim, Kusmim, Shibola, Shuel, and Shifon, which generally speaking translated as wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. Wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. There is a little bit of a machlokas. Professor Felix, if you're familiar, I believe is the name of an academic that wrote a safer, trying to argue that what we think are oats are not really But generally speaking, uh, this is what we assume. These are the five mine dagan. In order for it to become dough, though, I can't just take wheat. I have to put some liquid in it. I put some liquid in it. It is uh, pashtas, let's say, one liquid that for sure would be I put water in it. I put water with, with, with flour, which comes from that. So that's going to be obligated. When it becomes a dough, that's going to become chala. However, the Mishnah tells us in Perak Aleph, Mishnah Dalin, that if I took things like rice and I made dough from it, that would not be chayev and chala. That would not be chayev and chala. Only the chameshas mine dagan are chayev and chala. It's interesting, as some of the Mepharshim wonder, rice is not even chayev midirabanan. Not even chayev midirabanan bepashtas. Only the chameshas mine dagan. Now, these chameshes haminim, again, all part of the introduction, are not only relevant in halacha in terms of what can actually become, what can actually become chala, but rather it is relevant in other areas of halacha as well. So we have chameshes mine dagan. We spoke about those are the five things that are chayef in chala. Things like, as an example, things like, uh, if I put water in it, it'll be chayef, but things like rice and like are not. Okay. What about in other areas of halacha? Part two. Other areas of halacha, chamesh minidagan seem to play a role. The Mishnah tells us in Perak Aleph, Mishnah Bez in Mesechas Chala, that these five minim are also unique in that only matzah made from these five minim are you yotze on the night of Pesach, I have a chiv to eat matzah. Chasim Sofer writes in Chuvas, it is the only mitzvah to eat something that is still do'oraisa nowadays. Big discussion about that, but there's Chasm Sofer writes a lot of other mitzvahs there were to eat, to maybe eat kachim, kachim, to eat kind of carbon pesach, but this is the only one that continues. If you want to be Yotze, the mitzvah of matzah on pesach night has to come from these chameshes haminim. 
The Chamesha Minim are also relevant, as the Mishnah says, because only these five Minim can become Chametz. Only these five Minim can become Chametz. These five Minim are also unique, aside from in Chala, and in Matzah, and in Chametz. They're relevant in a couple areas of Halacha. Also, perhaps the most well-known one that we haven't mentioned yet, is the Gemara in the sixth parak of Mesechas Brachos, where the Gemara tells us that if you're ever eating a food mixture, and inside that mixture has chamishas mine dagan, so ordinarily you will end up making a mizonos on that particular item. On that particular item. So in the world of, let's say, ikir v'tafel, of primary and secondary, typically if something has in it chamishas mine dagan, that is going to be the bracha will be on Mizonos if it has these things, again, of wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. But that would not be as true with other kinds of items. The other items don't have, like, the automatic ikr, the automatic primary, you make the bracha on it. So we have these chamesh minedagan, are the only ones chayv and chala, but there are really a lot of areas of halacha, a lot of areas of halacha where these five are unique. Why are these five unique? Why are these five unique? The Pnei Yoshua has a comment in Mesechah's Brachos. Again, the outline for tonight, a bit of introduction. We'll speak about Chamesh Aminim in all of Torah. And then we'll speak about exactly the way it plays out in Hechos Chala. But now we're speaking about Chamesh Bnei Dagan in other areas of Torah across the board. The, the Pnei Yoshua has a question in Mesechah's Brachos. The Pnei Yoshua in Mesechah's Brachos says, I don't really understand. Why is it that the Chamesh Aminim if they're in a mixture of food, there is some wheat, I automatically make a mizonos. How come I don't say that about rice also? Let's say I have rice in an item. Why isn't it obvious that once rice is there, that I should automatically make a mizonos? He says, Mimanavshach. They both are a mizonos. Rice is a mizonos like the chameshus haminim. So why are the chameshus mine dagan unique if they're all mizonos? How come dafka them if they're in a mixture? You have to make a brach of mizonos. But not when it comes to rice and things and things like that. So the Yoshua says it must be that we assume these chameshas mine dagan are more chashev than other foods. They are more chashev. That's why whenever they are in a mixture of food, the whole mixture gets defined by, whoa, it has chameshas mine dagan. It's unique. It gets the mizonos. How do I know the chameshas mine dagan are so unique? So says the Chassam, says, says the Pnei Yoshua, well, I learned from Chala and from Matzah, he adds, and also Birkas HaMazun, that's what I bench on, that apparently Chamesh Dagan are very unique. So what we've learned thus far, and again we'll have a host up in a second, is that these are the only five Chayv and Chala. Not only is the Hilkos Chala Halacha, it's relevant to Matzah, to Chamesh, to Brachos, there's something very unique about it. It's so Chashev, says the Pnei Yoshua, that whenever they're in an item, we define the item based on the Chamesh Bnei Dagan. He still has to explain to us what's so good about it. Why is it so chashiv? Why are these things associated, dafka with, Chamesh Bnei Dagan? Like, what is it? So, it looks like in, in Rambam, the Rambam says, these are the only five things that can produce bread. Nothing else can produce bread. Say, so quote, I think with Beryl Salvejic, Brisker Rafsan, Yosef had the kasha, like, well, wh- who says, why is that the case? Other things can be like bread. Why are these the only ones that are, that what makes them so special that only these can become bread? What makes them so special that when they're in a mixture, everything gets defined by it? 
Why are they the only ones chayiv and chala? Why are they the only ones that can you're guilty matzah with? What exactly is uh, is going on? What's so special about it? So there is a comment of the levush. The levush in Hilchos Bracho says as follows. This is a, the Gvurus Yitzchak quotes. This is the quotes in the beginning of Mesechus Chala. But it's a very, very powerful levush. The levush says we know that there are seven kinds of items, Shivas Haminim, associated with Eretz Yisrael. The streets and the harchavav, the kibbutz, here in the area, are done in order of the Shivas Haminim. So the streets are Chita Seora, Gefen Te'ena, Rimon, Zayas, and Vash. Those are the ones. Now they had more streets, so what did they add on top of that? Other like religious kinds of things, like Esrog or things like that. All get added on. Whatever they can come up with. Anything else that's there? I don't think so. Arava has no Tamareya. Why would they want to have that as there? We beat Arava, so I don't know. No, is it really a color Arava? Is it one there? What? Really? That is fascinating. Okay, I guess it is what it is. So it says Levush as follows. In fact, we see that Chita and Seora are of the Shivas Haminim. And the Levush points out that they're part of the Shivas Haminim, meaning Eretz Yisrael gets praised because of them. And he suggests, and which we find in a bunch of different Mikoros, that the other Chamechus Haminim are actually really subcategories of Chita and Seora. The Chita and Seora are the main two, but these are the five Minim, because they're all included within Chita and Seora, they're versions of them, twist here and there, but they're the things that are included in, these are the most uh, associated with Eretz Yisrael. But even within the Chameshes, even within the Shivas Haminim, these two, says Lavush, are the most unique. Chita Seora, which is really the Chameshes, are the most unique. How come? Because that's also... Ahalechem is Yichyeh Adam. People can sustain themselves through Lechem. Other things are nice treats. This is the, what sustains us. So says the Levush, you know why Chamesh Aminim are really very, very unique? Chamesh Aminim are very unique because it's what Eretz Yisrael gets praised for and it's more satiating than everything else. So Chamesh Aminim have this elevated kind of a stature. So we've seen thus far as follows. We'll get to a little bit, I think, some nice lumbness in a second. But we saw thus far a bunch of halachas about Chiv Chala. Only kicks in by Chamesh Aminim, not by rice and things like that. We saw the Chamesh Aminim have a unique status in other areas of halacha. We saw that the Pnei Yoshua says it's by definition more chashev. So whenever it's in a mixture, we identify it with Chamesh Aminim. That takes on, that overshadows everything else. Therefore, you get a Mizonos. And the Levush explains because Eretz Yisrael is praised by this and it happens to the same people. I, I, I want to, in, in the third part, which will be a little bit of the longer part, there is a really, really amazing, uh, uh, it's a really sharp question. A lot of achronim ask, and we'll try and uh, we'll try and say that. Okay, <coughs> it's true that chamesh aminim seem to be more chashev. It is seem to be special associated with Eretz Yisrael. What exactly is the mucker though? That the chamesh haminim are the only ones chayiv and chala. What's the mucker? What's the source of that? Where does it come from? So the Gemara Mesechas Menachos quotes the mucker. The Yerushalmi in the beginning of Chala has, seems to have either two or three different opinions. This is the second opinion, I believe, in the Yerushalmi. But this is what the Gemara in Mesechas Menachos quotes. This is what the Rambam quotes in Peirat HaMishnah, Mesechas Chala. The Mucker is as follows. We learn Lechem from Lechem. It says Lechem in regards to Matzah, Lechem Oni. It says Lechem in regards to Chala in Parsa Shlach. So whatever your Chayev in Matzah, you're also chayev in chala. But the Gemara has an additional ha'ara. 
The Gemara says, you know what we compare? These five minim distinguish themselves, says the Gemara, and that these are the only five minim that are asi liyadei chimutz. These are the only five minims, something else that's unique about them, that are able to become chametz. They're able to, what's the English word for that? Leaven or, I thought ferment is also one of the words here. That they can leaven or ferment. These, these are the only ones that can. Says the Yerushalmi, says the Gemara, anything else that looks like it ferments, anything else that looks like it's sort of rising and having this kind of chemical reaction, is not really called chimutz. That's really instead something which is like spoiling the item. These are the only five that are asili de chimutz. So says the Gemara as follows. Just like in regards to matzah, you're only yotze with the chamishas haminim because those things are asili de chimutz. So too, when it comes to chala, you're only chayiv even chala comes with chamesh aminim, because those things, those are the things that are asi lidei chimath. Those are the things that happen to ferment, that could become chametz. So here the achronim ask a very, very fundamental question. There's a question that there are elements of Rav Hanan and Mesachim. There's a question that the Kohelas Yaakov, not the Kohelas Yaakov, the Mishkos Yaakov, or the Sefer and Gemara, Kohelas Yaakov has this kasha, has, has this question, a lot of achronim have this question. It's the following lima. What's the nature? What are we really learning from matzah? Are we learning that the ikr is asili The ikr thing we learn is anything which ferments is chayev in chala. Typically, that would be the chameshes haminim. But theoretically, pointed dizachronim, what would be the case if you had a situation of chameshes haminim that didn't, couldn't become? Would they be chayv and chala? What would be the din if you had a different min, a different item, that you somehow had a way to ferment? We invented something where you could ferment it. So is the ikir asili dechimatz? Typically, that's a chamesh aminim. But theoretically, if you had wheat that couldn't ferment, or if you had rice that you could ferment, maybe that would be chayv. That's mahalach number one. Mahalach number two would say no. Asili dechimut is not the ikker part of the limut. Asili dechimut is not the main thing. What is the main thing? Chameshes haminim. It's not a din in asili dechimut. Asili dechimut is rather a simon that the kind of min that ordinarily is asili dechimut is the kind of min that you're chayev in chala for, but you don't require it to actually ferment, and therefore. Even if I had a case of chita that was not technically fermenting, it would still be chayav in chala. And if I had a case of rice that could ferment, it would still be pater. So what's the real din here? When the Mishnah says, chameshas haminim or chayav in chala, do they really mean chamesh haminim? Or is that code word for that which ferments? That which ferments, yes. That which doesn't ferment, no. There appear to be at least two nafkaminas found in Achronim and Rishonim, and in both cases it seems like this Lamdisha question in fact may be a Machlokas Tanayim. In both cases maybe may be a Machlokas Tanayim. It happens to be when you learn areas of Torah that don't have regular Gemara and Rishonim the same way, so I, this is a, a th- I can take it. sometimes like you find more Lamdas within the Tanayim itself, because like you don't have Rashbas and Ritva. I mean, we'll see Rashbas in a second. But you don't, you don't always have the same way. Sometimes you find even in Tanayim, but, but you, you see two, two Nafkaminas in Tanayim. The first is a Mishnah in Meseches Chala, Perek Beis, Mishnah Beis. 
Mishnah says as follows. What if you want, Isa, I have my, I have my flour, my dough, but I didn't put water in it. I rather put mayperos. I put mayperos. Fruit juice. That means, presumably, anything that's not water, the farthest plain, or one of the Zion mashkin. Not one of the Yachachadam. Not one of those. I take apple juice. I take apple juice and I put it in my, and I put it in my, in my flour. Is that chayiv and chala or not chayiv and chala? Now that's a loaded question from other areas of halacha if we're thinking about kolha Torah kula standards. Because in matzah, what's matzah called made with fruit juice? Matzah ashira. Matzah ashira is a big discussion we've shown him. Matzah ashira. And if you've ever gone on an airplane, ever gone on an airplane, the mizonos rolls. The mizonos rolls. Whichever person gave you the hechsher on that also told you that they're mizonos, but tells you a lot. And, 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 and as you are, at least I was always struck by that. It's like no one's so mech on the person who gave the hechsher or the brachos, but you assume that you'd be so mech on him for the more complex areas of, of kashras and me. I just, it always like, was like intriguing to me, but I will stop digressing. Um, and if you, whatever, whatever you do is great, Hashem loves you no matter what. It's a good hashakha. It's a good hashakha. Airplane food is wonderful. I was noting that most people don't, most people wash on the, on the Zonos rolls. I was pointing that out. Hashakha's good hashakha's. Again, it, you know, speak to people that deal with hashakha stuff. I eat on airplanes. It seems good. No, it's an old joke of, uh, I think Ray Baum and Tinek tells a joke over that there's a guy on a plane, uh, from Guy, who was eating non kosher on the plane. And someone said, What are you doing? He said, It's my first pasak. Loba shamayim he. Okay. Isa, Shenilosha, Vimei Peros. So it comes up in the areas of Acha. What, what, what am I putting in those? Now, why does it matter if I put apple juice in? What's the big issue if I put apple juice in? So as we showed him explain, apple juice doesn't cause it to ferment. Apple juice doesn't cause it to ferment. So this question, Lichora, is, is an afkamina. If I have Chameshus Mine Dagan, I have wheat, but I ferment, I, I put into it apple juice, it's not going to ferment. Is it Chayiv and Chala? Is it not Chayiv and Chala? So my Mishnah says, Chayiv Bichala. It's Chayiv even though it's not fermenting. It's Chayiv even though it's not fermenting. Oh, what's the Pshat? So the Rashba writes, the Rashba is a statement called Piske Chala. The Rashba writes in Shar Aleph, beginning of Piske Chala. Why? Because apparently you don't actually require it to be Asi Lidechimas. You don't have to be about fermenting. It's just, that was a way of describing the kinds of items that are Chayiv and Chala. The Iker is that's the ikker. It's a secondary. So it's not going to actually, it's not going to really be ever fermenting. Doesn't matter. You don't require all that really matters is, is that one of the chameshes mine daga. Okay? Mefurish mishnah that you don't actually require Okay? However, the Orzarua says, Vishamati. says, I heard. I heard there's another gears in the Mishnah. I heard there's a gears in the Mishnah that changes one very important word. It is not, it is not, Isa Shinilosha Beme Peros Chayeves Pechala, but rather, Isa Shinilosha Beme Peros Petura Menachala. That is Pater. What's the Pshad in that Girsa that it be Pater? The Pshad is that you actually require Asili Dechimatz. You actually require Asili Dechimatz. And because I require it to actually ferment, so that's the pshat. It has to actually ferment. And if it has fruit, it's not going to ferment. Your Zerua doesn't like that girsa, But there are mifarshim that argue 
if you look even in the in in the Bartanura and some others that claim maybe we don't paskin like this Mishnah. So we do have this question, and maybe two versions of Tanaim as to whether or not when we say Chamesha Minim, do we really mean Chamesha Minim? We don't care at all about Asi Dechimatz, or is the main Yisod that these five typically are Asi Dechimatz? That's the real Iker, and that's what we really work off of. There's one other clarity as a whole thus far. One. There's one other Machlokas Tanaim, which is another Mishnah Chala. If anyone has time over Shabbos, you want to go over the first track of Chala. We reference a bunch of Mishnahis. Tafka, it's a good parent. The following. There's a machlokas tanayim in the Mishnah Chala. Let's say you want to bake bread. You want to bake bread. My son is here. Tanayim knows how to bake. I got to embarrass him because it's what I do. But he isn't always the most patient person. It's a problem. So, let's say, he is very patient. I'm just, I need for the example. There's a machlokas for the following. Tvua, grain, is chayiv and chala. There's a machlokas tanayim in Perak Aleph. Mishnah Gimel, what about Tvua Shalohi via Shlish? What about Tvua that has not yet, it has not yet been able to grow a third of the amount that it's gonna that it would normally grow? You, you take you took off the Tvua very early from the ground. You didn't didn't grow yet even a third of what it's gonna normally be able to do. So the Mishnah tells us that Rebeliezer holds that you're Pater. Tanakam in the Mishnah holds that you're Chayev. Major Machlokas. If I have grain that hasn't grown a third yet and I take it off, am I Chayev and Chala or not? Has implications. It's an interesting thing. On the one hand, you would assume that people would, who want to avoid Chala, people are looking to avoid being Chayev and Chala, often with mice, which the Gemara speaks about, people that would try to like pull these moves to, to Pater themselves from, from different Dinim. We happen to live in a world where many, many people bake challah, dafka too, be mechayiv themselves in challah, because they want to do the hafrashas challah. They want to be able to have the, the segula with it, the bracha with it. It's a very, very special thing. So, what's the din? So, what are they... It's not so clear what they're arguing about. The gra has a pshat in the Yerushalmi. The way the gra learns the Yerushalmi, this is what I want to point out, the gra understands that they're arguing about, about this question. Is there chimatz? Now, there's two ways of saying the uh, two ways of saying it out. One way of saying it, I think, is, is maybe the simple shot in how the gra says it. One way of saying it, and the simple shot how the gra says it, is: Is it chimatz? Can there be chimatz with wheat that has not yet grown to a third of what it would naturally grow to? Can there be chimatz or not? Meaning, maybe everybody really does require chimatz. The question is: Can there be chimatz or can there not be chimatz? But I believe that there are Achorim who suggest that the Pshat in the Yushalmi is a little bit different. Maybe there's a Machloka, but the following. Everybody agrees that only Tvua, that Gadla Shlish, can actually have Chimatz. Only Tvua, that actually, that only Tvua that actually grew a third, can actually ferment. If you take the Tvua too early, you won't be able to ferment. What's the Machloka Shatanam about? Maybe Dafka, this question. Of course, the Tvua at an earlier stage is one of the Chamesh Saminim. <sighs> But it doesn't ferment. So is it just a din that we require it to be one of the chameshes haminim? Or do we require it, the ikr is really that it, that it ferments. The ikr is really that it ferments. That's really the biggest yisot. So that seems to be a major, major, at least potentially, machlokas ha-tanayim. A machlokas ha-tanayim. I want to chazer what we, what we did tonight and set up, let's figure out what we're going to do next time, but we'll do one of two things next time. 
What we saw tonight is as follows. Three things. Number one, every area of Zra'im, they're not, not all the same produce as Chayiv in everything. Not the same produce as Chayiv in everything. Bikurim, Arshivas Haminim, and Maisros, and, 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 and Chuma, maybe certain other kinds of produce, and Chala is going to be the Chamesh Haminim. It's all different kinds of things. Now, interestingly enough, Chita and Seora may be Chayiv in a whole lot. Chita and Seora, the Mishnah's Mefurash here, is Chayiv in Maiser. Chita and Seora, Shivas Haminim, Bikurim, they're going to be Chayiv in Chala. Chita and Seora, these grains are really, really Chayiv in a whole lot, in a whole lot. But rice and things, I think millet, what's the other word? That, that's, or, or is, it, is it millet, is that the word? Those things are, I don't know what that is, but I know it's just a group of rice all the time. Those things are not considered to be, are not Chayiv in Chala. We pointed out two main things tonight. Number one, the Chamesha Minim have unique stature in many areas of Halacha. Many areas of Halacha. The, why do they have that stature? So again, the stature is Akedekas, it's Peneoshua, that whenever it's in a mixture, that's called the Iker, because it's so Chashev, we see from Chal and things like that. Why? It's associated with Eretz Yisrael, and it satiates you, says Lulavu, that's why it's more unique. But is it, this is the real question, is it really a Din in Minim, or is it rather a Din in Asili Dechimatz? That it has to have Asili Dechimatz. That is not so clear. Nafkaminas, we spoke about two kinds of naf, two nafkaminas, which are basically, what if it's chamesh minim that doesn't come with dechimatz? Which may be if it didn't gudla shlish, and it could be if it, if it is nilosha bimei peros. Nilosha bimei peros. That we saw. The nafkaminim, which we're not going to speak about tonight, we'll speak about at some point, which is a very fundamental sugya. It's an awesome, awesome sugya. Is can rice ever become chayv and chala? It's a very famous sugya called Greira. It's a Tom Ke'ikar. It's a lot of very, very important things that we will speak about. I'm going to speak for about 90 seconds, just very, very briefly right now. There is something very fascinating about this whole question, which is matzah. We learn chala from matzah. Does matzah require asi lidechimatz or not? Does matzah require the, the, the capacity to actually ferment? Or is matzah just about chamesh shaminim? This is a major machlokas about matzah ashira and the status of matzah ashira and what it's really all about. A big discussion in the Rambam and in the Ramban and the Mochamot and Rabbi Hanan and, and, and there's a long different yecheskel about this. So a lot of different conversations, but this may come up in other contexts also. It could be, and this some of the Akronim point out, that even if we learn challah from matzah, one of the questions to figure out is do we import all the halachas of matzah to challah or not? Is it possible, as some Achorim suggest, let's say amongst them, we learn Chala from Matzah, but Matzah has an extra din that Chal doesn't have, which is that Matzah has to be the Gemara in Mesachas Psachim and Daf Lamed Hei Lamevav, Lechem Oni. That Matzah may have to have, may have certain components not found by other things, but in general, it, it, it's just, again, a good outline of a sugya tonight, as far as the unique stature of Chamesh Shaminim, its role in terms of Chiv Chala, the din Chamesh Shaminim, or it's a din that has to be Asad Lechimatz, has to be able to ferment in a particular way. Nafkaminas, if you could ferment it otherwise, what exactly would we say? One thing, just halachal and maisa, to know, this is actually really just intriguing. We, I believe, Paskin and Shulchan Aruch, look this up, but I believe we Paskin and Shulchan Aruch, that you should try to avoid, that there may be an Indian in trying to avoid um, baking with just chala, with just, sorry, chita saora, and fruit juice. To avoid just doing that for the following really intriguing reason. Chala, we can't give to Kohanim nowadays. We're not sure exactly who our Kohanim are. Can't call Kohanim. So, what do we normally do with uh, what, what do we normally do with Chala? We burn it. In order to burn it, it's easier to justify burning if the Chala is tame. The Chala is tame. In order for Chala to become tame, what has to be in the ochel for Chala to become tame? 
Zion Mashkim Laratzon, those of us that are learning about Vasha Beis and Beis, or last year learned some Tarot Sagis and Sachem, has to have Zion Mashkin in it. What's the problem of putting, it has to have, it has to, if it has water in it, Baratzon, if it has, if it has uh, honey in it, Baratzon, what's the problem with apple juice in a mixture? Apple juice doesn't make a tame. It has to, any food to become tame has to get wet with certain mixtures. So apple juice in flour may not ever make a tame, which maybe you have a little bit of a problem here, which is, what do I now do with the challah? Because the challah is not really, and aside from the machlokas, is a chayv or putter and challah, it's very, very tricky. So I think, I think some of the posts can point out, I think it's a shulchan aruch even, that bederek klal, we try to tell you not to, uh, not to uh, make challah just with meiperos, because if you make challah just with, uh, just with meiperos, you may end up being in a little bit of a tricky spot. Give me 30 seconds to confirm that. I will. It's safer called Challah Kilchasa. The, the author of the safer describes what the safer is, I think, very, very well in the, uh, in the, in the title. Um, but uh, it's just, it's a, but he did a really fantastic job. A really fantastic, great job. He says, Halash Iser, Halash Iser be made Peros Levad. If you just make dough with Meperos, it's Aser Lisrof Esachala Hamafresh Mimena. You can't separate Chala, so what do I do? He says, In Chutzla Aretz, you should give it to a Kohen that's a Katan, because the Chiev is a different kind of Chiev. But what do you do in Eretz Yisrael? What do you do in Eretz Yisrael? This is a Chazanish. It's a Chazanish. Over Eretz Yisrael, you should bury it. Because what else are you going to do with it? You should bury it. Or wrap it in paper and throw it in the garbage. But Avada, if you're a certain kind of person, Nachis of the world, you're certainly going to bury it. Because any opportunity, it just feels more hardcore. So you're definitely... Asking, like, why did the Quran not just eat it? Yeah. We burn it. He goes, why did we burn it? Exactly. Exactly. So that's what, uh, that's what, that's what we do. Or you make less, or, or, or you try to make less than a shear, and then you avoid the problem. But either way, that's where we are tonight. We'll speak next time about one of two things. Either we'll speak next time about the Greira and Tom Iker ideas, or we'll speak next time about a very fundamental, we'll get into the real dough questions about challah, about combining different things. Either way, have a wonderful rest of your night.